Hi, I'm Tammy Bragg, and thank you for joining us on the Profitable Passions podcast. You'll hear real stories from real women exploring their passions and turning them into profits. They'll share how they got started, what they do, how they do it, and who they work with. And they'll share some great insights that you can use to get started in your own business that you'll love. I know it's hard to figure out what you want to do and who you want to serve. And as women, it's hard to look at ourselves and say we're good at this or that, and we totally undervalue our worth, our skills, and our talents. And a lot of times we're just afraid to get started, but we're our own worst enemies. It's time to break those chains and get out there and just do it. And if you need a boost of confidence, a quick tip, or amazing advice, you've come to the right place. Now, let's find out how we can help you create your profitable passions business. Our special guest today is Anastasia Natkins with Anna Simple Solutions. As a wife and a mother of two boys, Anna began to fill the pool to entrepreneurship as far back as 2015 when she was pregnant with her second child. In today's world, the pressure to be an overperformer at work as well as be ever present in your family and children's life can be an unbearable pressure. It took her four years in a pandemic to realize that you can have both, but you need to make your own rules and not worry about what everyone else says. Taking her knowledge of business, affinity for technology, and brain that puts things together like Legos and systems, Anna started her side business in the fall of 2019, and she recently left her nine-to-five world to be able to fully assist her clients and find better systematic ways to help them run their businesses and automate the small stuff. She works with coaches and course creators to help refine their business systems and tech support. In her spare time, Anna enjoys camping, playing piano and singing, and generally just discovering life with her two little boys and husband. So let's tell our our listeners a little bit about you. Like, Tell us your story. So I am a mom, and that's kind of where all of this started. So about four years ago, I was pregnant with my second child, and I was in, um, I had my first child was, how it, he was about three years old, and I was in a job where I, I just went in every day, and I was kind of phoning it in, and I was good at what I did, but I just did not light me on fire. And I just wanted to do the right thing. So I ended up getting another job with a corporate company um, at that time. But at the, when, when I was pregnant, I started hearing about this term virtual assistant. And it just kind of stuck in my head. And so I had my second child. And then for the next three and a half years, as I was taking my child to daycare every day, and I was going into work and I was doing my job, but didn't feel the freedom to be creative and kind of call my own shots and set my own goals. I just knew that something had to change. I also want to add in here that my oldest child um, was diagnosed with ADHD around the same time. My youngest was about one and a half years old. And one thing with children or people that have ADHD is that their, their brain can sometimes be chaos all the time. So my goal was really to help calm his chaos, help him during the day, have structure, create systems, have him ask himself, what should I be doing right now? Or is this an appropriate thing to do? Is this um, scary? So those kind of like yes and no, and how to kind of work through um, these really kind of chaotic moments that can happen with ADHD. 
So all of this was kind of happening all at the same time. And I was like in the corporate job and then I wasn't able to be there for my son and help him create that structure. And I also wasn't able to call, call my own shots. And it just kind of got to the point last year where I knew I needed to make a change. Now I've grown up in an environment where everyone got that corporate job and had that health insurance and had all of those things. So I thought that was what I was supposed to do. So back when I had these first tinges of what it would be like to be a virtual assistant, so to speak, or work for myself, I didn't really think that was possible because that's not had what I'd been taught. So my mindset was just really, you, this is the path to go in order to be safe. And I'm a safety girl. So that's what I wanted to do. But then I got to the point where it just wasn't enough anymore. I wasn't there for my children. I wasn't able to be the mother that I wanted to be. I wasn't able to be the creative person that I want to be and, and use my knowledge from my background, um, which is kind of all over the board. Um, I have graphic design and IT as well as training and a whole bunch of things because I love to learn it within my corporate career, but I could never use them all together. So all of that was just kind of in this ball rolling down the hill until last fall where I just decided I would start an exit strategy. So on the side, I started in a simple solutions um, with the help of some actually great coaches out there. There is a plethora of information on the internet and people that really want to help women in my position. And I just kind of grew to love to listen to these other women and listen to these coaches to kind of get to that next step. So I just started in my spare time, now full-time job, two little children, one who has ADHD. There's not a lot of spare time, but I wanted that so much that I made the time. At the end of the day, um, I would get up at five o'clock in the morning and I would start working on my business. I'd start talking with people, with these coaches in, diff in different sectors, uh, financial coaches, parenting coaches, about what they needed and what I could do to help them. And so very slowly but surely, I started getting these clients and um, and then, of course, March hit and COVID shut the entire world down. Mm -hmm. I was so lucky. I was still working. I, and I know I was really lucky. I was still working in my corporate job and actually a corporate job in healthcare supply chain. But it, even, even though I, had, I was able to work from home and I still could not give the attention to the things I cared about the most. And it was kind of eating away at me from the inside. So as of June 19th, so a little over a month ago, I left that corporate job, um, that full-time, to do this um, Anna Simple Solutions full-time on my own to actually just go for my dreams and do that scary thing. And I'm thinking of that quote we were talking about earlier in the Jen Sincero, yeah. you are badass at making money book. And yeah. it really kind of speaks to what I am I felt, and it, what her quote is on page 90 of the book, actually, you have to want your dreams more than you want your drama. And that is exactly where I was about two months ago, when mm -hmm. I decided that I needed to make the decisions for my own life and my family's life within the priorities that I have. And so, and I've been doing this for the last month and a half, full time. 
I love every second of it. I love the new people that I meet in it. And I couldn't be happier. That's wonderful. I'm so glad that you've done that. It sounds like, you know, that's, that's a lot of what, you know, when women are out there trying to figure out what they want to do, they, they don't really know where to go and who to find, you know, to help them. And it sounds like you have found that there's a lot of resources out there online. And like you said, through coaches to kind of figure out what your purpose is and to kind of move forward. Um, But it's up to you at the same time to kind of take what you're finding and put it into practice and see what it is that you like to do and, and, move forward with it and don't be afraid to try. Yeah, that that is key that not being afraid to try and have faith in yourself and those around you that love you that even though you might not have thought this was a possibility before if it's something your heart really wants it is up to you to make that happen or else you may regret it for the rest of your life which I don't want to do I don't want to be that person. So here we are. And, and what's great about doing these things on your own is that you can kind of make it the way that you want it. So I've always, I'm a self-professed nerd wannabe, which means I love technology, but I'm not a, I'm not a coder or I, you know, I don't actually put together computers, but I love technology and I love connecting different technologies together. And I love the processes in which those technologies work to actually create something bigger or something automated or something that will help somebody else. So I took, I took all of those things, my jack of all trades, my whole background, the training, the IT, all that stuff. And that is what I do for others. And it is so fulfilling. And everyone has that thing within them that's specifically them that they can do to fulfill for others. Oh, wow. That's great. Well, tell me a little bit about like what you do to help others then. Like what, what is your, your processes and systems that you like to put in place or that you help people put in place that maybe they've already started? So I call myself a tech and system specialist, which is a little bit of a hybrid. So some of your listeners may have heard of tech virtual assistants, and they basically do a lot of the technical aspects of the business, like CRM setup and management, Dubsado, Zapier, like automations, um, some data management pieces of it, some website blog management and things like that. Well, I also do the project management and some online business services as well with that tech slant to it. So I do the project management, some task coordination. I help actually run their businesses. But what I really love to do is get to know women's businesses. Mostly, I mostly work with course creators and coaches, especially women that help uplift other women. I just have a passion for that area. And Mm -hmm. I look at their processes. from the beginning to the end, so their onboarding, their their client services, some of their marketing pieces, and I figure out with them how to create much more streamlined processes and integrate technology where it's needed in those processes. So I'm not a person who will say, hey, use this technology because it's cool, new, and different. Mm -hmm. I say, use this technology because it will fulfill your need And you have these other needs that it will help with as well. So I always kind of look at it as a, you you know, when you budget and Mm -hmm. you you try to see, okay, well, I have, 
this much money to get these things. How can I get the most out of it? That's how mm -hmm. I look at investments into technology. That's why I'm also, I'm a huge fan of Google Suite. I'm actually mm -hmm. about to write a blog series on how much Google Suite can actually do for your business. It's not just to house documents and, mm -hmm. and emails. Um, so those kind of technologies, I'd like to help my, um, my clients utilize to the best of their ability as well as create processes to integrate with them with each other. And the end goal of this is to calm their chaos. So I had mentioned this before with, with my oldest child, I really try to help him um, mm -hmm. kind of make those decisions and, and kind of give him structure where mm -hmm. we have, where there otherwise would be none. So I really try to do the same things for my clients and create those system structures so they don't need to worry about that and they can just spend their time serving those that they have that inner fire to help. So like mm -hmm. kind of like just shine in their in their their zone of genius, so to speak. Oh, I love that. I love that. I mean you have you you do have some favorite systems though as well though, right? As far as technology? Mm -hmm. Yes, I know. I, I be, I'm very, so that's my data management background coming <laughs> through me. I have to be very specific about what things mean. So, so one of my favorite systems, so onboarding is a huge system. And it's the one thing that a lot of clients or a lot of coaches think about because that's where you kind of get your people on board and give them the first look at their business and how professional you are and how you kind of run things and what your culture is. And with a lot of service-based entrepreneurs, I would re I recommend um, Dubsado because it was created for service-based entrepreneurs to begin with, and it has a bunch of abilities to have your proposals in there and have your contracts automatically in there. You can send contracts to your clients and have them sign without having a separate program in there. You can automate questionnaires to them. As soon as they sign, they get a questionnaire. So the automation aspect of there is really beautiful, but even better, it's a great place to house all of those documents and those forms in a way that they are, can be repeatedly sent out and updated all in one place. So you're not constantly searching for them. So I do love Dubsado um, for that reason. I use it myself. It even has a scheduler involved mm -hmm. in it. So you don't actually have to have a separate scheduling program. And I actually think they just launched a, um, a conferencing service, just kind of like Zoom. Oh, so they cool. have it internally as well. So they, they, I think onboarding is one of those um, systems in which having all of those things in one place makes it so seamless to the clients that it's just really professional and it really helps them have confidence in, mm -hmm. in their abilities. So that's a great one. And I, and I mentioned Google Suite as mm -hmm. a great one as well. I also am a huge fan of project management systems. I use a lot of them. My two favorite, um, I'd have to say, would be Asana and ClickUp, just because of their functionality, the way they work, and the fact Asana is like just enough project management. There are some systems that have a lot of details and different ways to look at things, but Asana for a new entrepreneur is a really great way for to be able to lay out projects as well as assign them, et cetera, in a very clear cut way. And ClickUp is also that way, but it does have a lot more functionality to view things different ways. So those, mm -hmm. those are two big players in, in the space that I have a lot of experience with. I'm sure I could go on for hours. <laughs> no, 
Rapier is like the automation tool to connect things from each other. I utilize mm -hmm. a lot of Mailer Lite is a really great introductory to mailing list programs. I know a lot of people use MailChimp as well, but I prefer Mailer Lite just because I like it. <laughs> the interface is nicer. Mm -hmm. And then we've got ConvertKit and ActiveCampaign as some really good, a little bit higher level, a little more ability for good analytics to be pulled from your email list if that is, that is what people use. I could go on forever. <laughs> no, that's great to know all the different systems because, you know, that's something I, I had, I'm a former accountant, you know, turned marketer, but I, I had my own bookkeeping firm for a while mm -hmm. and um, for several years, actually, and I had to use systems too. Um, so if systems aren't just for, you know, course, course creators and coaches, they're for all kinds of different service-based businesses. And, you know, not knowing when you first get into it, um, how to kind of do some of this stuff is a little intimidating. And the tech doesn't have to be that intimidating once if you can find someone like yourself that um, can help them with that, or, you know, just kind of digging into it and learning it and then outsourcing once you get a little bit more comfortable with it. And, you know, it really does, uh, you know, come, coming up with systems is what is going to make your business feel like it's it can scale like it's not so overwhelming just it it will really help you kind of cement like what you do on your core you know core offerings to be able to have that backup and to have Absolutely. you know not do things on spreadsheets and not like go off things on the fly but to actually have the automations and the processes put into place i mean it's it's great for your business so i love that you do that um, because that is that's a lot of women get scared to get into business because of these the tech overwhelm and the systems that you have to put in place. But there are people like Anna that can actually do this for you and put it together and create a whole back in office kind of suite for you. And, and really so that you can like say and focus in your business. So it's one of the things don't be too afraid of because there are resources out here like Anna that can do that for you. And I, can I add just one little thing to that? Yeah. One thing that I is really important is not only do I help set up systems, I mm -hmm. also talk people through them. So wow. um, it, I think it's important to understand mm -hmm. what the systems do and not just say, hey, I need someone to use Hootsuite to schedule all of my media. Well, understanding what that process is and how to use it um, goes a long way for you to actually really own your business and feel like you're in control of it. So that's a large piece of what I do is do kind of little trainings and I leave um, standard operating procedures of how to do things. And I've, I've worked with clients just to kind of give them a standard setup of this is what I would recommend. And then mm -hmm. they go and dip their toes in to have a little bit of understanding. And then maybe they love getting their hands in the weeds and that's great but maybe they don't. They're like, okay, I understand enough to know I don't want to do this. And then that's when they come back to me. So I just want to say that understanding what those pieces are is mm -hmm. really important before just outsourcing them to somebody else. Yeah. Well, let me, I'm going to throw a curveball at you real quick. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> well, 
you know, if someone was in your position um, and wanted to get out of their corporate jobs and wanted to start something like what you've done and take their IT background or their data manager background, and they wanted to start something like a, a tech uh, virtual assistant, how would they kind of go about doing this? What would, what would you recommend to them? So the way that I did it is I, I wanted a framework. So we're going to go back to my, my, love, my love of systems. I needed yeah. a framework. So I did a little research. I listened to some of the people I knew on, online, and I actually did a course called Built to Profit, which was put on by Tasha Booth, who is um, known in the industry. She has her own agency. But it was a really good initial framework for how to start setting up your business. And she talks, she spends a lot of time about really focusing in on the things that you love to do and the things that you do well and start with those. So it's really starting off small. Like I really love to do project management or I really like to organize your Google Drive. Now, no one wants to organize their Google Drive, but I get, <laughs> I get such, it's like budgeting. I love budgeting. I love <laughs> things. Nerd alert. Um, I love <laughs> putting things in the company. <laughs> um, but I mean, those, and, and everyone has that little passion in them that mm -hmm. makes them a little bit like, I don't want to tell people this because they're going to think I'm weird. Well, that's what's going to make you wanted to do that thing for, um, for any potential clients out there. So mm -hmm. You don't need a website to start. I always, I think it's a good, good thing, but just kind of really identifying what it is that you really want to kind of offer others, kind of do a little subset of that. It could be like 10 things, but like do three or four things, you know, really well, and then just start getting that word out. Um, mm -hmm. Get a little bit of structure behind it. So you kind of understand, okay, you know, I want to talk to three or four people a day, or I'm going to send out everything to my email list and just let people know that you're doing this and get in front of people and talk about what it is with a passion. And that's when people will start coming to you and saying, hey, you want to learn more about this? Or I, I have this issue and I hear that you actually do a good job at it. That's when that, that'll start getting the ball rolling when it comes to start getting clients and really kind of refining those skill sets that you would like to do. As far as getting out of corporate, I shouldn't say it like that. It's following <laughs> your dream. And if your dream mm -hmm. is doing corporate and doing this on the side, great, more power to you. I couldn't mm -hmm. do it at the long run. So it, it really kind of depends on what your goals are for that. But you, you got to start small in the time that you have and let it grow kind of like a snowball. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's definitely because that's how I started out. My first business was I was working and doing it on this side. And then it started growing as I got the word out. Yeah. And then the second second time around, it's been this, you know, similar in, well, actually, now I'm on the third iteration of that. <laughs> and that's what's awesome is that you, 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 know, you learn and grow about yourself, not only like in what you do, but just what you're passionate about. Which exactly. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Because I wasn't passionate about those others, but it had to be a process of learning what it was that I really, truly want to do. Just like when you're dating. I mean, you, you go out there and you, you know, you date a bunch of people to see like, what is, what is it that I like? You know, what are the traits and what are, you know, what, what makes me feel good about this person or, you know, and, and that's what you do in business too, when you're starting out and you're trying to learn what you want to do, because most people don't just start out and like, that's the same business that they started day one that they ended up with on, you know, they 
you know, 365, you know, a year from there, you know, it's, it's, it always evolves, but it's just getting started. Yeah. And, and you don't have to know everything. You, you, you just have to like know a little bit about where you want to head and start going that direction. Yeah. I love that. Well, how can our listeners find you? Where, where would they uh, go to look for you? So I do, I, I mostly hang out on Facebook when you're looking at social media stuff. So um, my Facebook page right now is Anna Simple Solutions. I also have an Instagram. I'm not there that much. I got to get better about posting there. Um, also Anna Simple Solutions. And I'm actually going to spell it because people spell my name wrong all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so fine. It's, it's A-N-A-S-I-M-P-L-E. S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. So Anna Simple Solutions. And I also have a website, which is also AnnaSimpleSolutions.com. Oh, great. Well, I encourage everyone that's listening that might need um, a tech VA that's in the coaching and the course creation um, arena to reach out and go ahead and talk to Anna. I think she would be a great fit for you. Absolutely. Love to talk about anything. Um, even if you just want to chat about my, my path, etc., then I would, I would, I love talking with people. So thanks. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some great insights in this episode. You'll find our guest information, links, and bio in the show notes and on our website, ProfitablePassions.com. I'm Tammy Bragg, and I hope you'll listen to future episodes as we have more great stories from incredible women who want to share their journeys with you. So we can attract more awesome guests. We would appreciate it if you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and tell your friends about it. Thanks again for listening to the Profitable Passions podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode.